Hello, and welcome to Metal Brunch Club, a podcast about coffee, mm. blast beats, and three dudes' opinions on it metal sucks. albums you never wanted. <laughs> so, crank those volume levels to 11 and enjoy some good old fashioned metal music with your hosts, Brian, Nick, and Jordan. <laughs> It's time for Metal Welcome on back. Hey, happy the Lord's Day to you both. Happy, happy the Lord's Day. The Lord's Day. Day Sabbath. Blessing you. Blessing me. Blessing you with some riffs. We are Tasty on episode 14. I can't believe it. Wow. Oh my goodness. Double digits. And I can't believe you little brunch babies come back every single time for more. <laughs> Suckling at the teeth. Come on back for Papa's gravy every time. <laughs> I hate it. Thanks. But I also love it because I keep coming back Ooh. for that thick sauce. Oh, Real it's thick. thick. It's spicy. Ooh. It's creamy. Occasional it's little chunk in there. Yeah. A little chunky. <laughs> A little chump. A little yeah. lump. Some sausage. Anyway. Um, hell yeah. Hell so yeah. episode 14, who are, we, who are we chatting about today? Yeah, today i uh, going to throw you guys a little bit of a curveball. Wow. Talk about a band called Polyphia. Wow. And their newest album, Remember That You Will Die. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> What the heck? What the heck? I know. This oh, ain't those metal. harmonics, so good. Those those harmonics, so good. And I know, yeah, a lot of y'all might be thinking, what the hell, brothers? This what ain't fucking hell? metal. Where's the breakdown? This ain't fucking metal. Where's the I, demon I, worship? I did not hear any screams. I, I didn't hear no a single daggone blast beat. I, I did not hear beats. a squeal out of any of those brothers. And I would say to you, you're right, but also, like, kind of wrong. And it's our fucking podcast, so we're going to talk about We're going to do it. Whoever we want to. But... Polyphia, yeah. they started uh, in uh, Plano, Texas in 2010, uh, actually as a progressive metalcore band, and they used to have a vocalist. Uh, and then as time has gone on, they've evolved their sound, obviously to incorporate a lot more hip-hop, electronic, like percussive, um, forward sound with like some virtuoso elements. Uh, and this is their fourth LP, and their first in four years, which I didn't realize it had been that long. Yeah. Well, they, they do like EPs in between, I think, yeah. but um, they're good stuff, man. Yeah, and I guess yeah. when Tim is just like, you know, breaking hearts on TikTok every night, like he's <laughs> yeah. got, it's that know, neck needs tattoo. to have four years. Neck <laughs> tattoos, the hand tattoos, he's got that beautiful hair. He's in a constant state of 69, yeah. <laughs> you know? I actually hate the dude because he's so talented, he's so beautiful. Yeah, jealous. And from everything I've seen, he seems like an okay person. So I'm just like, why did you get it all? Yeah. And Where I, I go got like wrong? one money of those the things. thing. And I got I got one of those things. I'm not gonna like, yeah. tell you which one. Why didn't I get those guitar skills? Right. Mm. And I mean I guess if we probably practice as much as <laughs> any of them do, we could probably be as good as any of them, but I don't want to practice that much. Yeah. So why didn't I have the motivation? My fingers hurt. My yeah. fingers hurt. My fingers. Yeah. But yeah. Polyphia's uh yeah, they used to be a metal ish band. 
Uh, they used to like tour with like periphery and guys like that. Um, and yeah, they're just uh, now write some cool ass instrumental music. Yeah, did you yeah. did you listen to Inspire EP back in the day? Uh, not back in the day, but once I started kind of getting into them with their last album, um, what was it? New Level, New Devils, something like that. Uh, mm. uh, I have to look They've had now. some good stuff over yeah. time, but you can you can definitely tell the progression if you venture back like 10, 12 years, obviously, to that yeah. first stuff. Your listeners will understand why we chose them as still part of the metal genre. Yeah, and but. you can still see elements of what they have now incorporated in what they had before, but yeah, definitely a lot more shredding. Going yeah, there were here. breakdowns back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what. Oh, Renaissance. That was the first record that I. That's a good one too. Really got into them with. Yeah, and I've seen. I've definitely seen this band live. I think like at least twice. Damn, dude. I really? Yeah, I saw them live uh, in Portland, Oregon, with Chon. Chon. Ooh, that would have been a tight show. Chon. Chon's so good. It's very mathy, and I had a great time. And that was back when I think they were touring off of renaissance at that time nice and maybe they had just come out with like lit that like single or i don't know but yeah i've i've caught up i mean i've kept up with them over the years and uh everything they put out is it's always good right it's always groovy it's always fun it's always exciting yeah listening to their music so didn't realize it was a largely self-produced by both tim and scott the guitarists Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool yeah you can tell that tim is like I mean, a, a genius. And yeah, he's yeah. he's big on like I think since they started, he's always had been, had like a heavy hand in their production and stuff. So yeah, and you can tell with like their sound, and it's kind of what I talked about before. Whenever a band like self produces, you I feel like you get the truest form of themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Their vision, you know, is exactly Unclouded. exactly how they want it. So. Yeah, right. Nick. What are your what are your kind of like overall thoughts on this album? I mean, I think it's great. I think it's um, it's just like every other thing that they put out. I would say I would say yeah. it definitely feels like they've changed their sound the most with this newest record. Agreed. Um, and yeah, they're like sort of like moving into a different genre almost now, and they're also blending into like a lot of pop and hip hop elements on this record they have a lot of like uh features and guest vocalists and stuff like that on the record which you know each time they have somebody it sort of takes that song in a different direction which is really cool i think they're really dynamic and diverse because of that and overall it's just like it's such an easy listen just to put on and like there's so many like groovy great parts and so many like interesting um little bits here and here and there that stand out um throughout the record and then also you know they got chino on on the record which i'm the goat yeah i'm loving it so yeah overall four jizzes out of five jizzes for me <laughs> Ooh, i'll say of, like the, the only downside i think there's like a few of like the sort of like the rap or like hip-hop features that they had on which kind of pulled their music in a direction that was kind of like mm, it's okay like yeah. i get why they're doing it they're edging into more of a mainstream feel and yeah that's going to expose them to lots of different types of people and stuff like that. So I understand their reason for it, but it was just kind of like, it was just okay for me. Actually, my, my only criticism too was the exact same thing. Yeah. So we're, right. we're in alignment there. How about you, Brian? Yeah. No, I mean, <clears throat> I think, I think I can appreciate the elements they've, they've brought in and stuff. And while I love the Inspire EP and the, the Muse album and Renaissance, uh, I can appreciate what they've done then to now 
and uh, mm-hmm. they have blown up like crazy. So they're like on the, you know, every Guitar World magazine now, you know, yeah. and right. they're they got huge names on their albums to to showcase with. And yeah, why was the they have a lot of guest production? Like they have a producer who did Michael Jackson and Lady Gaga, the producer from Migos from Doja Cat and then also one of uh, Kanye's producer uh, who all were uh, kind of like parts of this and yeah they couldn't get away with that four plus years ago yeah Yeah. no and I'm looking at their YouTube and they have 998,000 subscribers I mean that's you can tell they got a big budget for this record (laughs) yeah and used it and I mean kudos to them for doing it I mean you can't hate on the fact that they blew up. I'd do like it. That. Shit. I mean, I yeah, I'd be, <laughs> I, I would be happy with it. Yeah. So, but I mean, even though um, they're popular, they still don't feel like they've sold out necessarily. Yeah. Like they still write incredibly, technically proficient music that is still wholly unique to I think. Yeah. Them like there really aren't many other bands that sound like them or, or specifically utilize like the technique that Tim and Scott both use. Mm-hmm with their guitar playing because they are very unique guitarists i think yeah totally. yeah i i think that's one of the more appealing aspects of this album in particular is you know if, if i were to compare it to like you know some other instrumental album like when we reviewed jason richardson stuff right. you know you kind of get lost in trying to find um you know aspects of the richardson album that you can like you know fully listen to and appreciate and just right. it's just it's too much a little bit at times but this album while they're shredding throughout the whole thing it's very groovy there's uh funkadelic aspects to it a lot Ooh. of jazz work um snarky puppy ish yeah yeah <laughs> so the words out of my mouth. and and yeah. then like when they want to they can they can just fucking get down and shred like crazy so but it doesn't feel like you're listening to virtuosos just completely shred throughout. It's not like you're you're like oh this is Yingve Malmsteen or this is Joe Satriani the whole time. No, you're like this is a groovy kind of and these are you know these uh, leads that they're playing are just like very tasteful and yeah, they go yeah. really well with the song. So I think that's why it appealed so much to me. And no one member outshines. I mean it, it is a very much like you know guitar driven album, but no one member I think outshines the others like each no. member gets their own time to like do flourishes like uh clay i think is the bassist name the dude like is highly audible throughout the whole entire album the drummer yeah um the drummer's incredible man uh, yeah yeah whoa they're both named clay actually that's crazy uh wow that's crazy hey clay uh yeah <laughs> crazy. uh they you know he gets his time to, to shine too so like yeah it's not really just the tim and scott show it's a little bit delayed sorry it's not just the Tim and Scott show. It's like, no, we're all fucking talented and we all have great hair. So let's all just showcase all it. Great hair. Yeah. Yeah. Stop and I, the bass, man. I did see them back at Fubar like years back. I want to say it was like maybe 2015. I don't know if Tim had his, his neck tat yet. Maybe he did, but. No, he just all of a sudden they, got a lot of tattoos one year. Like hand yeah. tats, neck tats. Yeah. All of a sudden he was just like, I'm making money now. So I'm just going to yeah. tattoo my body. And I'm, I mean, hey, it works for him. So yeah, it works. Yeah. I'm horny every time I look at him. So. <laughs> I, am, I am too. Uh, yeah, and just to kind of like echo both of you guys. Yeah, I I think this is a really fun album. Um, they really let their funk flag fly, in, in in my opinion. Like Nick, you mentioned Snarky Puppy, and there's a few timestamps um, that I've chosen that like 
very much remind me of some of like the live shows that I've seen or the live clips that I've seen from Snarky Puppy. Yeah. And I can just imagine them in the... The keyboard solo. Yeah, dude, the keyboard <laughs> solo. It, it is like the Snarky Puppy clip yeah. that everyone yeah. thinks of. It's like that dude just doing it. Everyone's just vibing out and smiling. And I can just imagine that when they were recording this album, yeah. they had kind of the same thing where it was just like a bunch of really talented people who were good at music, appreciating each other and, and you know doing what they need to. Um, it's it's also interesting because I think it's the most vocals on any of their albums that they've had since they had a vocalist. Um, I mean, like I want to say about half of the songs have a guest artist, um, and, and kind of like Nick mentions, um, you know, some vote work better than others. Chino and Sophia Black, I think, work really well, um, and then you know the the kind of rap ones by Not and Lil West, I don't really think work as well because they kind of. They don't necessarily ruin the momentum, but it just takes the song in a direction that I don't think necessarily always uh, fits as well as it as it could have been. Um, yeah, same. But yeah, like I, I think that their style of instrumental music is cool because like even with the vocals, they don't necessarily sacrifice the technicality that you might see in something like a Jason Richardson. Like I don't like we talked about his album where if he used a vocalist, he would have to change up how he writes music to kind of like rein it in a little bit. These guys have just found a nice balance of being hyper technical while still kind of allowing those vocals to flow. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, like, I think these guys are the best instrumental band, like, currently writing music. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I, th- I think in when you're looking at the comparison of Jason Richardson and when he's got a, a vocalist on it, it almost becomes more sounding like a Boo album or a Vale Amaya album and whatnot. But here it's just all polyphia. No matter who the guest spot is, it's yeah. still Polyphia. So. I think that's part of like them producing their own music as well too. And like you can even I, I'll show the Chino song a little bit later. But like you can hear it in the Chino vocals, like it feels like it's Chino produced by Polyphia. So right. I actually was like yeah. hanging out with a friend earlier, and he was like, "What do you think of the mix on this song?" And I was like, "I like it," you know, because it's very much them and he he was like i really wanted to hear more like rawness from chino i really wanted to hear more like more this or more that and i was like Listen but then <laughs> right. yeah it wouldn't be so shout out to jesse you're fucking wrong bro <laughs> just kidding oops everyone's entitled to their opinion even if they're wrong so let's jump into uh jordan let's let's i want to hear the timestamps that you were talking about yeah i i brought the funk today like sometimes it's difficult for me to to choose uh, singles to bring because I'm like all oh, these are really good and all the songs on here have really great elements to it but I'm a slut for some really dope keys and I'm a slut for uh, some like fucking horns in a song so the first the song horns uh, are great I'm a slut in general uh, yeah, slut just, in general <laughs> just Sleep. slipping and sliding out of here uh, yeah. just like the first single that I'm bringing you guys Genesis that didn't make any sense just play it play it <laughs> You can't not fucking bob your head to that. Yeah, those horns are great. Just reminds me so much of the old puppy. Old puppy. Yeah, which isn't a bad thing. Snarky like, puppy. Snarky puppy is like the best, like, 
They're one of the jazz best fusion jazz yeah, bands yeah. around today, for sure. Yeah, and so as soon as I heard this, it's like the it's the first song on the album, I believe. Um, and it's like it when the horns kicked in, I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. I see you guys because they don't really have horns in, in many other songs. They maybe have like you know a quick like you know bar or two with some horns, but like this song is very horn centric. Yeah. And that's brass tracks. Yeah, is brass that tracks. The, the guy that's on that was, feature. Uh, featured with it. It's it's kind of cool too because and I don't know if it's just me overthinking it or just being stupid, but the horns kind of seem to be in the first half of the song, and then later the guitar production kind of emulates the sound of a horn. Yeah. And so it doesn't actually sound like it is an actual like brass instrument being played. It's just the guitar tones have changed over to emulate the sounds of a horn, which I think is a really cool and really subtle way to be like, okay, we're going to still incorporate that, but not. It's making me horny talking about all these horns. <laughs> but uh, I think also I love that they, you can tell that these are like live recorded right. horns, you know, it's like not yeah. synthetic or digital sounding like Lona Snore. They got them. All their orchestra <laughs> bullshit. Word up. Um, so yeah, love that about it as well too. You can tell that they had like a fucking, you know, chunk of people come in with some horns, right. get horny with it. So I love it. Horny it's, horns. It's sexy. Like it's, um, it, it definitely sets the album off. I think on like a really, really incredibly strong foot. And then uh, it continues with uh, the audacity, which features anomaly, which is the, the third audacity. song. And the audacity of these guys just write so many fucking the, uh, catchy things. Gall. The gall of these assholes. Uh, How dare you. For being so talented. Nick, please play this for these folks. Are you serious? <laughs> That's the song. All right, cool. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. Some Corey Henry vibes in there for so sure. Good. Yeah. Fucking drummers. I mean, this that song in particular, like, they're like, hey, uh, Clay, you can just do whatever yeah, you just want. Have some fun. <laughs> On the drums. Slap yeah. it a bass. You want to do some double kick and everything like that in there too? Or it might be yeah. singles. He could just be that smooth with it. I, I think don't he know. is. Yeah. Dude, and, and, and that's definitely a part of it too is like, Clay is definitely, I mean, all of them are very talented, but him as a drummer is so incredibly impressive because of how clean he is always playing because it sounds like it should be a computer yeah but it is it is this incredibly handsome boy playing the drums yeah. instead i think that's part of like his his actual like drum set is just like it his drum set is like it's a lot of cymbal stacks and like all the toms yeah. are sort of like muted in a way or, or tuned in a way everything is it, it sounds like trap drums it sounds yeah. like a drum set that you'd hear programmed but it's not so yeah. really really great sort of like adding to the production value of the record in right. my opinion like it's the drum tone yeah. is just really awesome i love the other clays work in there that's, dude yeah yeah he's i mean he's fucking getting after it man and that's awesome that they're they're able to allow him to showcase his abilities yes because that that was funky and his tone sounds good yeah it sounds really good and it's just a yeah it's just like how do you 
get I don't know. I feel like these guys, they've been playing together for so long, but they're all so proficient at their instruments as well, too. And that totally makes the band. They're like, they all started together and they were all on like a certain level of like talent. And then they're like, oh, we're amazing. Like, if we just keep doing this, we're going to be like fucking unstoppable. And they did. And and they did. And they are. And I love it. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's a it's a very technical. Like I, I had a really hard time choosing a specific timestamp from this song because I think every second of this song is phenomenal. Um, and there's a lot to it, but it never really is like sounding. It doesn't sound messy. It doesn't sound disjointed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to like digest and 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 kind of pick through. So it, it rewards repeated listens because it's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna listen to the drums this time. I'm gonna listen to the keys this time. So on and so forth. But it doesn't ever sound like fucking. Oh, oh like overflowing with like yeah. ideas and is that key work that's the featured artist on there i believe or? that's an anomaly yeah. okay yeah. i mean i'm gonna check him out because stupid it's awesome mm-hmm. yeah but it's it's definitely the song that made me think of that snarky puppy clip and if you haven't seen dear listeners the snarky puppy clip uh that we're talking about uh i don't just remember. like just youtube snarky just, puppies yeah. are most viewed most viewed video I think Lingus Lingus yeah yeah it's like incredible 11 minute long song but you won't know it's 11 minutes because yeah you'll love every second of it. you're gonna yeah. be coming for 11 minutes straight <laughs> lots yeah. of jizzes yeah lots of jizzes yeah yeah so yeah those are my uh, two of my most special moments from this from this album they were very special very special thank you yeah. Brian. Um, I can break it up a little bit and talk a little bit about um, the Chino song Chino do it Bloodbath featuring Chino. And you know I had to talk about this song featuring the lead singer uh, from the Deftones, if you didn't know, Chino. Um, We've mentioned the Deftones like a bunch on the podcast, so it's really cool to see him on a track with this band. And I definitely did not expect to see his name as a feature. Yeah, I was like, wow, okay. Um, So, yeah, it's a really vibey track, and I actually like just love his collaboration here. So I'm just going to play the first little bit here. sexy yeah super super catchy and like yeah i don't know i just love the signature style of chino's vocals and i think that he adapted super well to their style and i've Mm -hmm. talked about that previously how i felt like it was chino produced by polyphia and so fits nicely in there i I wanted to showcase just like a little bit more of that as well too so i'm just gonna play the other half of my little clip here I'm 
So you feel get a little bit more of a feel for like that Chino style, but blended with their style, and it just works perfectly somehow. Yeah, his uh, his dirty vocals behind that it's really fun. It you know obviously he's bringing that that um, you know influential Deftones vibe to it, and but it's not you know overshadowing anything. It's kind of a nice little background intensity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then, I mean, there's that bass player again too, man. I was like, I think that's the most bass work we've seen obviously on anything we've reviewed oh yeah yeah so for sure sorry all, all the bassists out there but yeah. <laughs> you yeah. won't ever stop yeah, <laughs> yeah. gotta get like clay no it's it's a it's a cool song um and it's funny because like i've talked about it before where i i appreciate deftones as a band who made a lot of other bands that sound better than deftones does but i also always like chino as a guest spot in albums like i don't like him over deftones music but here I'm just like a slut. Like I'm just I'm just mm. to say it again. I'm a slut for it. Like <laughs> sounds like uh, a uh, another conversation for another podcast. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> yeah we're gonna we'll we'll pocket that one. And I will say the first time I ever heard it, uh, he says your eyes deceive me. But I thought he said your ass deceived me, and I was just like, that's yeah. a mood. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. We've all been there. We've all been tripped by the booty one time or the other. You yeah. know, <laughs> tricked by the booty. It's a good it's a good song though. It's got a it's got some nice little grungy and heavy moments to it mm-hmm. yeah they're um they're kind of use of i mean probably a seven string in the background with the low tunings but yeah. it's like you know it's kind of got some effects that are you know the the weird kind of dirty distortion that's way tucked yeah it's it's really fun to hear that like just riffing going on behind his vocals so i feel like it's one of the few songs too that they actually don't use their kind of like percussive style of playing like they're doing wait, more wait, 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 traditional like you know riffing on it and it's it's kind of a cool mix up to what you've been used to throughout the whole entire album which is a lot of that like kind of slapping and finger yeah. picking that they're doing they actually sound like they're playing you know with picks and actually with the straight picks. riffing with the picks with the picks yeah i'm kind of surprised they didn't choose this as like a one of their singles or something but I mean, they have so many you yeah. know hits on this it's like yeah Right. Yeah. Hard to choose, I guess. That was one thing about this record is they did come out with a lot of these songs ahead of time, and I was like, oh, I already know what most of this album's gonna sound like. Yeah, a big chunk of the record already, but yeah, that, still, that playing God single has like 14 million views on yeah. on YouTube. It's a it's cool crazy. video though, too. So it's, it is. It makes sense. And that's an instrumental track, you know. It's true. So that's a great song. Nice. I'm glad you played that. Yeah, Brian, you want to talk about Steve Vai a little bit? Oh yeah. So for any um, guitarists out there, uh, I'm sure you know who Steve Vai is. He's, he's been around for you know decades in the virtuoso scene. Um, and he, just like uh, the guitarists of Polyphia, they're all sponsored by Ibanez. Woo! So you know they got their signature models and whatnot. And uh, I thought it was really cool. I feel like it's uh, Polyphia's way to give a nod to the previous, you know, kind of era generation of talent incorporated into theirs. And I'm sure, you know, I don't know, I haven't read like interviews or anything, but I'm sure Steve Vai was like, you know, you guys are fucking good. Like, thank you for having me. It's like passing the torch kind of thing, maybe, you know? He actually hates how they used his parts. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. You would would know this. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, I saw an interview where it was like Steve Vai actually like played it out and like, Tim like chopped it up to kind of work 
how he wanted it to. <laughs> uh, and so Steve Vai was like, Oh, that's hilarious. This ain't what I played for y'all. And Tim's like, I don't give a shit. Like, this is my yeah, album. This, like, I kind of appreciate that, though, because, yeah, like, yeah. we were just talking about, you know, it's like, it's Polyphia's music. You're right. featured on it. It's not about you, kind of yeah. a thing. Like, They're going to make it work with their record. They're not going to have something. Damn. Right. Yeah, so get fucked, Steve I like Vai. That. Move the, along. This is why you're the academic and you're <laughs> here true. to. I, I still think it, it feels very Steve Vai. Like, it feels different than the rest of the playing that's on the album. So it's not like you're like, oh, this is well, a for, shitty section. For me, I feel like, and you'll hear this in a sec, but I feel like it's almost Steve Vai not trying to go fucking god mode and like shred like crazy he's trying to be tasteful and i mean it kind of makes sense that he would be complaining about yeah. his parts but let's let's go ahead and uh listen to that because uh ego death I love that. I thought that was a really fun transition, and practically the whole time, like I, okay, Polyphia is like known for using their whammy bar like fucking crazy. So it's cool that you know Steve Vai is kind of adopting to their style, and he's doing heavy use of the whammy bar against his will. It sounds like. Pro- I mean, I guess I didn't know this. <laughs> I mean, just like deleted his solos, and Tim's like, I'll just play. It. <laughs> like, I'll, I can play better than Steve Vai. It's actually, yeah, it's actually Tim playing this. It's actually the drummer playing it. He's actually really good at guitars, too. Everybody. I love it. Love it. Go back to your old folks' home. But anyways, (laughs) let's hear some more (sighs) from that track. Oh, my arthritis. I'm a big fan. No, it, but it, it sounds it's, good. It's kind of funny. And you watch the music video and you're like, what are you wearing, Steve? <laughs> like, yeah, everyone else is in like cool hoodies and but stuff he was, like that. They probably were like, you got to wear black. And he's like, I'll wear black. And it's like this very strange looking yeah. outfit. It's like a one piece-ish yeah. kind of thing going on. I wonder if their like, label was like, all right. We're gonna give you guys this budget, but part of that means you have to have Steve Vai on the record. Hey, you gotta get you gotta get someone of repute on Listen, there. Listen, yeah. Steve Vai needs to make a comeback. Yeah. He's pushing. You gotta The label really <laughs> wants him to get with the youth. Okay, I know he's gonna show up in an affliction tee. It's gonna be a little bit yeah. bedazzled. He's gonna dab on you. The bucket. Yeah, his pants are really shiny. <laughs> Everybody else is like in all black. Like everyone else looks cool, cool as shit course, with like yeah, oversized hoodies. Tim's got this like hoodie, but it's like Flapped open so he can, you know, see his like neck tat all, you know, beautiful. Tim, Tim looks like a like a J pop or a K pop like star <laughs> always, and I'm just like, God, he, his dress is so cool. The music video for this uh, song is is cool. It's on, you know, it's on the top of a a parking lot or whatever yeah. in a in a city, probably L A or something. I don't, probably. I don't fucking know, or maybe Dallas or something. But, but no, it's a it's a cool song, and I think Steve Vai is playing definitely feels. It fits yeah. super well, it's but it, it not, still feels different yeah. enough. It's it's not, you know, 
something you would go and listen to and be like, that's Steve Vai's. It, it's, I feel like it was probably Steve Vai kind of like trying to go obviously with their music. And I, yeah. I think it's awesome. But I mean, look, Steve Vai is a legend, but it's just kind of fun to roast the old people. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Sometimes. Yeah, he's a uh, way better guitarist than I'll ever be in my lifetime. But, oh, yeah. You know, fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> he's got cooler him. pants than I'll ever have in my lifetime, yeah. too. So. Yeah. What are those? What are those? <gasps> and that's the closing song, too. So it's definitely, I think, a nice It's, it's a good, yeah, they just kind of shred out. So. Yeah, so overall, I, I'm going to give it 4.5 4. jizzes out of 5 jizzes. What about you guys? Uh, I'm going to give it a... Uh, yeah, I think I, I give it four four point five jizzes out of five cummies. <laughs> I think I'm like a three point five. All right, Brian. Maybe touch it a four. Jeez, it's it's uh, not that I hate it. It's it's I don't think I'll just see myself oh. listening, <laughs> listening to this all the time. You know? Okay. It's that's no fair. boundaries. I mean, that's a that's, <laughs> that's a ten out of five jizzes. Yeah, for me. yeah that's for yeah, sure yeah. beyond the amount. I'm I'm yeah. Just, yeah, it's beyond the amount I could jizz. I don't have any left. Now, if they keep got doing the it. Boundaries vocalist over a Polyphia album, <laughs> it, would, it would be very it depressing. Yeah, it would sound terrible. <laughs> I'd listen to it. I would listen to it. We would talk one about it. Jizz out of five jizzes. Yeah. So. yeah. I'd at least come once during listening to it. I'm, yeah. I'm sure. I think overall, I'm very pleased, though, with the album for what it is. I just. Um, I, I put it on the background while I work, and it's great music to just kind of have you oh, know, yeah. going on. So. It's great for cooking breakfast and yeah. lunch. It's good for work. It's good for gaming. Give it a listen. I did laugh, though. I, I put this on uh, when it first came out while we were driving, Jess and I, and uh, she was like, what the fuck is this? And so I funny. was like, oh, um, well, it's the new Polyphia album, you know? She's like, I don't, I don't want to listen to this. Uh, I was so like, funny, okay. Because I, I play it with Kylie in the car, and Kylie's like, I love Polyphia. And she's like, I need to show my friends this. And so it's just so interesting to see. Yeah, I put it on. Elle, Elle, it? Elle, Elle was like, is this metal? And I had to like go into the whole spiel of like, yes, it's metal adjacent because they used to be. So, so I'd like, you know, bring her up to speed. But she was like, this doesn't sound like metal to me. And she, then I had to like explain like, okay, well, there's so many subgenres of metal. And right. let me just, <laughs> I wouldn't like this. I launched into this like campaign that she, I think, checked out of like a couple minutes into it. But Nick's got like strings attached to certain yeah. things. Yeah, so, yeah uh, he's over uh, there yeah. like trying to yeah. plot the Piecing the it all together. Like, this is why it yeah. makes sense for us to talk about it. I, so. I think for Jess, it was probably at the time she was just like, oh, I can't handle the amount of things that are happening oh, at this yeah. moment. I yeah. need something a little bit more, you know, just, you know. Just fucking break me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me make them suffer. Give me the new, you know, <laughs> fucking make them suffer. Give me some breakdowns and some blasts, boy. But lots of jizzes, lots of good stuff. For lots this of jizzes, album, so. lots of good stuff. Uh, Hell yeah, brothers. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's really good for cooking. And Ooh. Nick, I'm wondering, did you uh, cook this or listen to this while you were cooking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore. Nick, what we munching on? Yeah, so I was feeling it this week. I wanted to cook, you know, for my boys. I know we talked about last episode. I was like, I'm not cooking anymore. And then I'm here I am fucking cooking. But yeah. I was feeling it. So I, I was feeling it. I slow cooked a big juicy pork butt <sighs> and, mm. uh, and some lard with some oranges, some lime, some cinnamon, some seasonings, and a classic Coca-Cola to make a delicious carnitas. He cooked it in lard. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, you cook it in lard. Yeah, you got, oh my God. that's the best way to do it, to make it juicy fall apart tender mm, yummy yummy 
Um, I and it. I also made a spicy red salsa with notes of smoky chipotle and some spice from a serrano pepper. Ooh, so good. And it's then good. I put it all together in a skillet on a tortilla with a fried egg, some avocado, and made a banging ass breakfast taco. And we all slurped down our gullets. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and to, to balance it out. Yeah. We got a nice little, uh, we're you know doing a little mimosa today. Uh, so we got an apple cider mimosa, though. It's got some, some champagne. It's got some apple cider and a little shot of brandy to kind of bring out that low end. It's getting me tipsy. Yeah, we're listening to Polyphia. I'm drunk. So we figure we got to have that low I'm end in there. Drunk. And then on top of it, we got some local brew, brews from Melvin Brewing in Eureka. Love it. Love you Mindful Monkeys. Sour ale with fruit. And all I'm going to say is just grip it and rip it, my guys. Do like, it, man. You just got to slurp her up it down. Yeah, dude. Tornado that shit down your throat. <laughs> I spilled some tornadoes. Tornado you know, it is what it is. It's a good-ass brunch, though. It's Thank been you. solid, yeah. Us, Nick. For our listeners yeah. out there, uh, I mean, I don't know if you're interested, but I sure do want Nick to bottle some of the salsa up for me because it's just fantastic. Ooh. Yeah. Salsa Daddy. Let us know. Salsa Daddy. I mean, also join the Discord, obviously, first. Yeah, okay. So, come on, guys. Join the fucking Discord already. We're getting kind of lonely in yeah, there. friends. Dustin interacts with us sometimes, and that's great, but we need more people. It's literally just Dustin talking about how much he nuts listening yeah. to our podcast. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Like, jizz gifts. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is dope. Which is great. We want more of that. But. Yeah. I want to hear how much you guys come listen to us, but yeah. like, we want more people to listen to us. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, we want the interaction. We need the interaction. Or follow us on the Instagram. You can see me taking a big old yummy munch of that uh, taco mm. or um, other delicious things that we are making and uh, eating and drinking and doing. Hell yeah. Yeah. On all the social medias. Yes. Find us on those social medias. Except um, for Twitter. Yeah. Let's move not along. <laughs> yeah, we're not, on, along. we're not on Twitter because, well, you know. Because you know. Uh, we got a couple fiery hot singles Ooh. to sling your way this week. Hot singles in Single and ready to mingle. Singles. Yeah. Wowie. Yeah. Singles. Um, Gets I me think every time. I think, you know what? I'll start it off, guys. Oh, Do shit. It. Um, so this week I've got the new single from The Plot and You. Love it. Song is called Divide. Um, and, uh, wow, we hear a nice balance of heavy and melody in this track. And god damn, this song was catchy. <laughs> god so damn. I'm going to give you the chorus because I think it's uh, really catchy, and they also deliver some heavy on this track as well. So let's check it out. Good shit. Good. All right, have you listened to the plot in you for a long time? Or I'm familiar with some of their music. Yeah, 
I listened to them with Firstborn, their, L- their say, debut LP. They're, I would say they're one of those bands, kind of like Boom Me The Rising, that's gone from a pretty heavy yeah. kind of style and adopted into you know, that catchy kind For of, sure. he yeah. just took on they a singing like, approach. We want to make money. Yeah. But they're one of the few bands that I don't mind the change. No. I actually, yeah. I like the, the dude's voice and uh, I think Landon it's actually Shores. pretty good. Yeah. He's a good good writer. He's a good lyricist for sure. Yeah, and he's actually like the main producer too um, for Mm -hmm. everything too. So it's kind of, it goes along with Polyphia and everything that you've mentioned with, you know, artists kind of owning and making their music what they want it to be. Like, it's a sound that he wants. Mm -hmm. I think you can definitely see it. Damn, it's catchy. Mm -hmm. No, it's a good ass chorus. Yeah, I think the song is about like, you know, it's called Divide. So it's like all about. Politics in America right now. So. Oh shit! Heavy divide. It's very uh, relevant, um, but yeah, it's it's a cool song. It's a good track. It's uh, if you whenever you want to break from fucking just screeching and breakdowns and blast beats and all that shit. It's like, you know, still has heavy elements. It's got a lot of great melody, really catchy chorus. So kind of has a little bit of everything that you could want. Yeah, the guitarist is really good on that stuff too. He writes some some awesome riffage. Yeah, which might be Landon. I know it was in the past. He was like a single. It was. Uh, him by himself when he recorded everything back in the past. Oh, interesting. But I, I think that changed with like their last album or two where he actually like included a, a full band into everything. But I still know that like ultimately he's kind of like the mastermind behind yeah. everything. Yeah, they really blew up. What song was it that really, they really blew up on? I feel nothing for you. I think that was Happiness and Self. It was on their... Dispose. Wow, they haven't yeah. released something uh, album-wise since 2018, and that album is so good. Dispose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really Happiness is. Happiness and Self-Destruction, which is their 2015 album, is a fucking good album, too. They, they just write some fun stuff. Just going to have to go back. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. Who's next? Do it. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna also bring you guys a little bit of a nice uh, mixture of uh, heaviness and some melody uh, with my single that I bring into you by this band called Nostromo who actually has been around since like 1990 but hasn't released anything in 19 18 years um, so this is their first album that they've done in 18 years I first kind of started hearing um, some of their singles a few months ago and I was very interested because um, their sound is just really cool it's very unique very reminiscent of uh, some older bands that I really you know kind of dug in the past um, but this song that I bring into you is from their uh, current album uh, the song is called A Sun Rising West. Okay, JK, there was no actual, like, clean cards in that. That was my funny joke. <laughs> that was fun, though. I, I say, you know, everybody shits on COVID, but, man, so many bands have come back. <laughs> right? No, We're getting we're all, all this bored. comeback. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, yeah. Fuck it. But, no, they, so they're, they're a metalcore band with, like, a lot of grind influences, um, and you'll kind of see that, you know, throughout the whole entire album. The album is called uh, Busafail uh, as well. Busafail. Uh, yeah, I think Busafail. that's how you pronounce it. I think it's a demon. I don't know. Demon? It's got, like, a horse with horns on <laughs> it. So it, I think it's got to be Satan. <laughs> Uh, B-U-C-E-P-H-A-L-E. 
Yeah, so Buchafale. 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 And where are these guys from again? Uh, Sweden. Sweden? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, and their record yeah. label is Hummus Records. Hummus? Which I fucking love. <laughs> yeah, it's Hummus Records. Uh, Someone was like, I just like Hummus. Yeah, I was like, I just like, I just like Hummus. hummus. You know, and I want to start a record label. I'm going to so. start a record label with it. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, it's cool that these guys have come back after almost 20 years. They really something that's got like a lot of intensity and a lot of you know, uh, you know, catchy bits to it. Um, the home is a lot of fun. It kind of reminds me at times of like Converge, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a band that was like you know very formative for me in the in the, in the past. Uh, but yeah, the whole album slaps. Give it a listen. Give it a listen. It's good stuff. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Barbara. What did you enjoy that you are bringing to us this week? So I want to feature a uh, St. Louis local band here. Uh, called Discrepancies and their Ooh. new single I don't remember. <laughs> Hands up. That's Hand, it. <laughs> Hands up. Nice. Wow. That's not a good start. It's a really good song. <laughs> it's that not a good start to that. <laughs> it's been a while since we've hit some more with that. It's been a while. Yeah. I deserve right. that. So, alright, yeah, here it is. Everyone, Listen. Hands up. Wiki Wiki. In I'm there. in the South Town 8, and yeah. these kids don't play. Hey, man. The POD vibes. They're strong. <laughs> it does have some POD vibes. Bringing that, the new metal back. That, uh, of course, is catchy. It's a catchy one. No, it's a it's fun catchy. song. Rippity rapping. Yeah, man. Uh, discrepancies signed to Invoke Records. Um, we like to dudes. talk about the locals. You know yeah, I mean? got to talk about the locals. Invoke uh, I've seen actually, them before. They're seen them play live. They, they're very solid live. Uh, I feel like that'd be a cool live yeah. show. Yeah, we'd like get some cool vibes in there for sure. I want to see that Wiki Wiki live. You know what I mean? In Vogue is actually the uh, record label uh, Plotin U is on. Whoa, wow. would you look at that? Well, there's the tie in. There it is. There no it brothers is. in any of these bands, though. So <laughs> no misery singles tie in. Damn, at least we still talked well, about them. Yeah, <laughs> that's always the goal, right? Now that's a, that's a cool cool sounding little bit. Yeah, you gotta you gotta showcase the locals. Uh, you do. You know when they put out the new music, so. St. Louis's uh, metal scene. It's a small, nice little niche community. So it's got some bangers in it, though. Yeah, they really have some a lot of talent here. So if you're not from St. Louis, uh, check out St. Louis's music scene. And if you are from St. Louis, fucking support it. God damn it. Yeah, you losers. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I mean, you know, willingly support yeah. it, or I will find you. <laughs> and make Just you kidding, support I will. it. But. Yeah. <laughs> Good shit. That's the episode, huh? Whoa. Wow. Sure did it. We wow. did it. Um, hell yeah. Wait, who are we talking about next? I didn't write it down. Who are we talking about next week? Yeah. Uh, uh, we're Dr. Acula. Yeah, talking about... That's what it is. Dracula. Band I never would have thought I would have said we'd be talking about in the year of our Lord 2022. Uh, <laughs> Blessed Lord. Blessed Lord. Blessed please Lord. forgive us. For talking about Dr. Acula, which you get rid of that period and you backspace that together. You know what that spells? Dracula. Uh oh. I'm fucking shitting my pants right now. But yeah, yeah, the boys in Dr. Dracula, they're back. It's their first album in 10 years. And it's a self titled album called Dr. Dracula. Yep. I hear it's good. I've listened to it and I'm a big fan. That's what Brian says anyway. Their so. old shit sucks. 
This shit does not suck. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, according to Spotify and their bio, it says that they got their name from a Mitch Hedberg stand-up bit. Oh. Yeah. Good to know. Should I say it? Should I say the bit? I is, it called so. doctor, is it called well, Doctor? No, probably not. Doctor Acula. Have people look it up. They'll figure it out. Yeah. If anyone's listening <laughs> at this point, I don't think they would. that would probably definitely drive them out of here. So let's yeah. not. <laughs> uh, but, but definitely listen to us on next episode because it is a surprisingly decent little album. I'm I was very to talk surprised. About it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks again for everybody to uh, for coming and hanging out and listening to the podcast and listening to some metal music with us. That's a lot of fun. We love it. It's great. Um, and check us out on our social medias. Um, we got the TikToks. We got the Instagrams. We got the Facebooks. We got the Discords. We got the YouTubes. Maybe LinkedIn one day. We got the Who LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn. For all the business owners. For all the business owners. <laughs> to Feel free to come them. out, hang out, subscribe, um, and we love y'all. Thanks, you brunch babies. Join that Discord, love all you. Yeah, please. All right. Talk to you all later. Bye. 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 Bye.